Good morning. It is Wednesday, September the 20th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's new room, and we are here. This is your wake-up call. I'm J.D. Walt. So, let's begin today with consecration. Ephesians 5. I've been saying 514. I feel like I want to make sure that that is the right verse. It's either 514 or 515. Someone, dear Aunt Betty, one of our readers wrote me and said, you know, you might want to consider letting everyone know that Wake Up Sleeper is actually a verse from Scripture and not just one of your sayings. So it turns out that it is verse 14. It says, this is why, for it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it is said, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Ephesians five fourteen. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. We're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Now Stephen, Opposition Arose. Our text is Acts chapter 6, verses 8 through 10. Hear now the word of the Lord. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however from members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia, who began to argue with Stephen. But they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this, four words to keep in mind from today's text, at least four. They reveal a pattern we have already begun to see as the Holy Spirit grows the church. Now, Stephen, opposition arose. It's critical to understand the bigger picture here. Were we to get a bird's-eye view of the first-century church, everywhere we spotted the activity of the Holy Spirit, we would also witness the opposition stirring. The same remains true to the present day. We must understand the real enemy is not the Jews or the freedmen or any other human being. Listen to how the Apostle Paul will later describe the battle from Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 12. 
finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Human beings must indeed be held accountable when they serve as the willing, yet often unwitting, agents of darkness, but they are not the ultimate opponent. Evil is real, and everyone remains susceptible to being drawn into its strategies. While evil is no match for the Holy Spirit, only those who learn to, quote, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power, unquote, have any hope of standing against and overcoming it. The big lesson? As much as people may willingly or unwittingly align themselves with the enemy, people are never the enemy. One more piece here. It is important to understand the difference between resistance and opposition. Resistance is a good, needful, and helpful thing. It often comes from wise people who aren't trying to stand in the way, but whom the Holy Spirit often deploys to refine a project or planned initiative. Opposition is of another order altogether. It sometimes takes discernment to tell the difference. Here's a couple of tells in discerning the difference. Resistance will most often speak directly to you. Opposition will readily go behind your back. Resistance openly and graciously confronts. Opposition secretly conspires. Resistance refines the direction. Opposition attacks the person. This core dynamic of Christian discipleship consists in the crisis and process of learning to be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power, who is the Holy Spirit. One more key piece of information, the fullness of the Holy Spirit will always look like Jesus. We simply cannot learn or comprehend how the Holy Spirit works apart from keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. And this will not happen apart from immersing ourselves in every detail we can grasp from the inspired accounts we have of his life as revealed in the four Gospels. We are about to witness a case study, a high-definition demonstration of how all of this works out in a human life. Prepare to be astonished. Remember in Luke 12 when Jesus said, 
when you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. We are about to see this unfold in vivid detail. Ending where we began today. Now, Stephen. Opposition arose. Now what? But they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. Enough said. The Prayer of Transformation Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. Come Holy Spirit, transform my heart mind, soul, and strength, so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. And the question, have you been in situations where you discerned the difference between resistance and opposition? How have you experienced the difference? Journal that out a bit today. How have you dealt with opposition? How do you tend to deal with conflict? Why is that? And for our hymn today, we're going to sing number 144. There's within my heart a melody. Number 144. 44 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Here we go. We're going to sing all five verses. There's within my heart a melody, Jesus whispers sweet and low. Fear not, I am with thee, peace be still, in all of life's ebb and flow. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. All my life was wrecked by sin and strife, discord filled my heart with pain. Jesus swept across the broken strings, stirred the slumbering chords again. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, 
keeps me singing as I go, feasting on the riches of his grace, resting neath his sheltering wing, always looking on his smiling face, that is why I shout and sing. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. Though sometimes he leads through waters deep, trials fall across the way. Though sometimes the path seems rough and steep, see his footprints all the way. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. Soon he's coming back to welcome me far beyond the starry sky. I shall wing my flight towards unknown. I shall reign with him on high. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know. Fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. Amen. I haven't sung that one in a while. Maybe you haven't either. Well, we did it today. Well, gang, it is Wednesday. Actually, is it Wednesday? Yes, it's Wednesday. I get confused sometimes. You too? So we are in the opening day of our New Room Conference, and I'm asking you for prayer. Father, we pray for the New Room Conference today. We pray for outpouring of your Holy Spirit as we gather, and all the gifts and graces and joy and peace and love of Pentecost to be released and unleashed and received and appropriated. That's our prayer for these days, for all who are there, for all who are with us in the live stream. We agree in this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I want you to repeat after me. I'm coming to New Room next year. <laughs> and then let's add this. Deo Valente. Deo Valente is that battle cry of the early church. It's a Latin phrase. It means now they weren't speaking Latin in the early church. It's a Latin translation. It just sounds cool. Deo Valente. It means if it's the Lord's will. It comes from James. When he writes, you know, don't say, you know, this next year I'll go to this city and do this thing and that thing and the other. He said, don't say that. Say, Deo Valente. Say, if the Lord wills. And that's what I want for, for you and for me, right? If the Lord wills, we'll be at New Room next year. So 
we're in the thick of it now. We're stepping into the waters. And um, let's pray the full armor of God on particularly, I think, I'll pray on all of us, but on us who are leading, we particularly are in need. We want to be strong in the Lord's power. We want to be strong in his strength. That requires great humility on our part, great vulnerability. So I'm counting on you today and tomorrow and the next day. I'll be seeing many of you on the field of new room. Others will be looking for you out there on the horizon. We'll be looking for the seeds to be flying through the air as you're sowing them. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 